So we had to wait just a few moments, and then we started to see a hand coming out from one side of the nest, or a foot coming out from the other side, and soon the chimps started stirring and the chattering began. A few sounds at first, then suddenly the chatter erupted, and we were surrounded by their robust hoots and shrieks. It was an incredible sound. Welcome to Tanzania Adventure Stories from the heart of Africa. This podcast is brought to you by Safaris with a Heart, a tour company who creates Tanzanian travel adventures, taking you in search of the chimpanzees, to the heights of Mount Kilimanjaro, to the bottom of Olduvai Gorge, to historic Zanzibar Island, to witness the great migration on the endless plains of the Serengeti, and more. They can be found online at safariswithaheart.com. Now, here's another Tanzania adventure story. In Search of the Jane Goodall Chimpanzees, I'm Lynn Folk. One January, when our open group was climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, Roger and I flew off to the far reaches of the Tanzania-Congo border in search of the infamous Jane Goodall Chimpanzees of Gombe Stream National Park, which hugs the shores of Lake Tanganyika and is inaccessible by car. The journey to this remote region was nearly as adventurous as the sighting of the chimpanzees themselves. Two flights took us from north-central Tanzania, one hour eastward to the Indian Ocean, and then two hours westward, far inland, to the furthermost region of the Tanzania-Congo border. Our large prop plane landed smoothly enough on the sole runway in Kigoma Town and coasted over near the small two-room terminal. Upon disembarking onto the tar and gravel parking area, a strong sensation came over me as if we somehow found ourselves thrust into the movie Out of Africa, arriving in a very different place at a very different time. We had arrived in the village of Kigoma, located on the shores of the lake. We spent the afternoon bartering with the women at the village fish market where an endless array of dried fish was on display. A few yards further west, we observed the bustle of local men tending to their brightly colored fishing and cargo vessels. The wooden boats may not have appeared to be seaworthy to the unexperienced eye. However, some were designed to transport 100 tons of prized wood found in the deepest parts of the Congo jungle. These large logs would be loaded by raw manpower onto railroad cargo cars located at the end of the Tanzanian rail line. The rail card overseer explained that these logs were to make their way 1,000 miles to the Tanzanian Indian Ocean port of Dar es Salaam, where they would find their way to China. Indeed, this was special wood, more precious than teak because of the oil content. We awoke very early the next morning, well before the sun rose, and found our way down to the Tanzanian National Park boat docks. There was no light to be found. The darkness swallowed us. We couldn't even see the docks. We couldn't see the boat. But the park guides knew the way. Soon we were aboard the long wooden boat and off into the still dark waters of the lake. The night was silent, except for the hum of the motor at the back of the boat. As we hugged the shoreline, heading northward, to the west and an ominous thunderstorm had developed over the country of Congo on the far side of the lake. Great flashes of light and thunder erupted from the Congo rainforest basin. The significance of the Democratic Republic of Congo is due to its scale as the second largest country in Africa 
and its rainforest, which is part of the Congo Basin, the second largest rainforest in the world. It is a country that is nearly landlocked, but for a tiny sliver of land, connecting it to the Atlantic Ocean, far to the west. The display of lightning was indeed mesmerizing. We knew that the storm was far from us, therefore it was not going to impede our journey. Lake Tanganyika itself has a seismic history. It's part of the great East African Rift Valley Escarpment, where tectonic plates meet and form a rift that are slowly splitting apart the continent of Africa. Ten million years from now, the eastern part of Africa will be separated from the main continent, which includes the countries of Somalia, Ethiopia, Kenya, Tanzania, and Mozambique. As these tectonic plates have shifted, superb land features emerged. On the shores of the lake, we have the low mountainous jungles. But the lake itself is another world record holder. It is 400 miles long, 42 miles wide, and 5,000 feet deep. That's nearly one mile. It is the second deepest freshwater lake in the world. The deepest is in the country of Russia at 5,400 feet. The sheer depth is what makes Lake Tanganyika such a special lake. We continued onward. As the sun rose, we could clearly see the small villages that dotted the shoreline, and we could see the aquamarine iridescent color of the water. The color was a complete surprise, and when the sunlight hit it just a certain way, the color became even more intense. Two hours into the boat ride, with great anticipation, we arrived at the docks of Gombe Stream National Park, the second smallest national park within Tanzania. Gombe contains three communities of chimpanzees, the southern, the central, and the northern. We were there to see the central community of chimpanzees because they were the only community who were habituated, meaning that they were used to the presence of human beings. The central community is the grouping which the famous British primatologist Jane Goodall conducted her chimpanzee studies dating back to the 1960s. Jane's reports focused on the behaviors of the chimpanzees, who are the closest living relative to human beings, sharing 99% of our DNA. In fact, they are more closely related to humans than they are to gorillas. It is amazing what a difference that 1% of DNA can make in the divergence of the species. Something awe-inspiring to think about. Soon upon arriving at the park, we met with our guide and started our steep trek up the side of the low mountains. It was steep, steep, steep. The further up we hiked on the trail, the smaller the trail and the denser the jungle became. It takes anywhere from three to six hours of hiking before a family within the central community of chimpanzees can be reached. It was Roger, me, and our guide on one side of the mountain area, and coming up on the other side were the trackers and other researchers. We learned that some researchers back in the base camp were from the University of Minnesota. So that was quite an interesting point of connection. It is a tracker's job to locate a chimpanzee family, which is not an easy task as chimpanzees spend their nights high in the treetops in the nests from the jungle vines. Also, we learned that chimps don't sleep in one place more than a single night. For these reasons, it is not easy to know where they're going to be located from day to day. Soon, we were hiking over on one side, and the trackers were hiking on the other. As soon as we were several hours into our hike, we started to hear the calls of the trackers, who had located the chimpanzees. 
They don't call with human voices because human voices don't travel well through the jungle. Instead, they use chimpanzee calls. Once we heard those calls, we knew that the chimps had been found, and now we just had to find our way to the trackers. Three hours into the track, we met up with the trackers, but we couldn't see the chimpanzees. I said, where are they? One tracker responded, well, they're high up in the trees, still in their nests because they're rather lazy. I asked, why are they so lazy? He replied, well, it's 11 o'clock in the morning and they're still in bed. So we had to wait just a few moments and then we started to see a hand coming out from one side of the nest or a foot coming out from the other side and soon the chimps started stirring and the chattering began. A few sounds at first, then suddenly the chatter erupted and we were surrounded by the robust hoots and shrieks. It was an incredible sound. The chatter started out small and quickly accelerated in intensity. Soon the chimps were descending from the trees. As chimps are not monkeys, they have no tail from which to swing, and they don't spend their days up in the treetops. As soon as they were on the ground, they were off into the jungle, and the trackers were right behind them, and we were right behind the trackers. The adventure was on. We just needed to be sure that we kept up with the chimps so that we could observe them when they came to a rest. At this time, the jungle was very dense, and it became necessary to push the vines aside to make progress. There were no trails. We couldn't even see the ground because of the dense vegetation. Soon we met up with two chimpanzees who were eating, just sitting calmly with their fruit. Then they would head off again. Then we came upon two more chimpanzees who spent quite a bit of time preening each other. And then they were off. Finally, the chimps within this family met together in a small clearing. This is where they stayed for nearly an hour, and we were able to observe them as a family unit. There were about 10 chimps in this family, comprised of adult males, adult females, and several of their offspring. Within the central community, there are 49 chimpanzees, and this family was part of this greater community. The chimps were so human-like. They each had their distinct personality. You could tell who was the lazy one, as he was lying back with his legs in the air and his hands behind his head. Another chimp was the instigator who poked and prodded. Others were aggressive, and some just loved to play. Chimpanzees are very strong and have very long arms, which they use to effectively swing from and climb the trees. The young chimps love to play, jump on each other, screech, and run around coaxing others to join them. We found the family to be very caring toward one another and very fun-loving. There are several rules that you must follow when you're observing the chimpanzees. First, you must wear a face mask for the protection of the chimpanzee. This is because humans and chimps are so close in DNA that chimps can easily catch a human virus. Unfortunately, a virus that is not dangerous to us, such as common cold, can be passed to a chimpanzee and become very disruptive. In fact, a chimpanzee can die from our viruses because a virus mutates differently in a chimpanzee. We're also told not to touch the chimpanzees and we're told to stay off the trails when the chimps are passing by. You would be interested to know that for the most part, the chimpanzees paid absolutely no attention to us, even when they were at our feet as they passed along the trail. I mean, right at our feet. As far as the chimps were concerned, we just blended in with the trees. We were so delighted to be able to spend one hour with this wonderful family to observe how they interacted. One hour doesn't seem like a long time, but when you are excited to be observing them and you're watching their every move, it feels like you have spent the entire day with them. 
but the window of observation is limited to an hour to allow the chimpanzees to remain unencumbered for the remainder of the day. After our time with the chimps was finished, we hiked another hour and a half down the steep, steep, steep terrain and into camp. One word of advice is to wear hiking shoes that are at least one size larger than your regular shoe size. This is because when you're hiking down the steep terrain and you have your feet secured in your hiking boots, you don't want your toes to touch the front of your shoes. If they do, you'll experience great pain, bruise your toes, and perhaps lose a few toenails. Also wear a long sleeve breathable shirt and long breathable hiking pants. Be prepared to sweat profusely and have the time of your life. Here are some fun facts from the Jane Goodall Institute. There are 10 ways in which chimpanzees and humans are the same. They laugh when they are tickled. The first five years of a chimp's life are spent playing, socializing, and developing a strong infant-mother bond. Chimps are capable of reasoned thought, abstraction, and generalization. They can even recognize themselves in a mirror. We have the same bones, muscles, nervous system, and the same number of fingers and toes. Their sense of sight, smell, hearing, and touch are similar to our own. They use tools. As children, they're taught to share. They hunt for meat, and they do this in groups. They use body language to communicate. They kiss, hug, pat each other on the back, hold hands, and shake their fists. And they demonstrate a range of emotions, including joy, sadness, fear, and even empathy. There are, of course, many differences between chimpanzees and humans. We stand on two legs, have larger brains, and are relatively hairless. But as we discover more and more about our intelligent and playful cousins in the animal kingdom, it is worth reflecting on the astounding number of characteristics we share rather than the differences that separate us. Just as humans deserve safety, protection, and love, chimpanzees do too. This chimpanzee travel adventure receives a top recommendation from Roger and me. It is a must-see adventure. Join one of our January open groups, or we can create a private excursion for you combining local attractions as well as swimming in and kayaking on the lake and staying in a stunning cliffside lodge where wild zebras roam on the lush grounds. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Be sure to email me at lynn at safariswithheart.com to find out more information on how we can bring Tanzania to life for you. You've been listening to Tanzania Adventure Stories from the Heart of Africa. This podcast has been brought to you by Safaris with a Heart, providing you with your next great African adventure. Reach them today to organize a customized tour for you. The amazing world of adventure travel awaits you. Safaris with a Heart can be found online at safariswithaheart.com. This podcast has been produced by Minnesota Podcasting, and they can be found online at mnpodcasting.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants alone and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Safaris with a Heart or Minnesota Podcasting.